back with another section of the Sunday Sweats. You got Jack and Adam back in Chicago. Adam back for the week after taking a week off. Hello. Reggie's in his beige cave in Iowa. Coming back from a work dinner. Boys, talk about your golf this weekend. How was it? I hit the links. That's all I'm saying. Well, you were there. I was there. I was with you. (laughs) We hit the links. Yeah. We hit the links. I made my golf debut for the year and uh, had a hell of a time. I shot a 120 over 18. Uh, But the best story was I got my first ever birdie. That's pretty big. It was huge. Um, Par five. 530. Um, had a solid drive. Well, solid for me. Wasn't yeah. anything spectacular, but straight, one of the fairways. Straight is pretty solid. Uh, whipped out the old five iron and gave it a good, gave it a good second shot. And um, my third shot wasn't, wasn't as great with also with the five iron. I kind of screwed <laughs> up a little bit. And uh, at that point I'm like 160, 150 out. And I told Trav, um, before we oh that was this hole i forgot yeah about this was the hole that i was complete dog shit as you i, I wasn't nothing nothing different i was, no, just he was like he was just stumbling along back there and then par five i'm like or hole 11 i'm like i'm gonna fucking par this hole and yeah my first three shots were okay well my first two were good my third one was lackluster and then i'm like shit i have to go up and down that's not happening so i just said fuck it i'm just gonna swing out of my shoes and go for the hole and we're fucking me and devin are up on the green i had just chipped in from the sand or probably chipped over the entire green from the sand and then i kind of go to get my putter i come back and they're all looking through the weeds on the side outside the green and like adam's like i lost my ball i don't see it anywhere i hit it way too far like it's gone this is stupid i hate this sport and devin's just kind of doing his own thing putting his own ball in because he didn't like to wait for everybody and he goes to grab his ball out of the hole he goes there's another ball in the hole Hey, Adam, what ball are you shooting? And Adam goes, Titleist? He goes, you got it in, buddy. <laughs> I turn around and he's picking up and waving my ball. I was like, holy shit. I mean, it was like 160 out. So that was really cool. I'm a little sad you couldn't pick that ball out of the hole. No, because honestly, I was really happy to turn around and see two balls. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've just been searching in vain for no reason. Like I actually birdied. So I didn't part the hole. I birdied the hole. Uh, and then it was just com- Back to reality, lackluster the rest of the round yeah. for me. I, shit, I was just terrible. But, yeah, my first ever birdie. I, oh, for what it's worth, I lost the ball the next hole. <laughs> I didn't even make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I was losing balls like crazy. It was the worst. I'd hit a good shot, and those were the ones I could never find. Like, you hit a good shot, and you just – it's gone. Yeah, that's it's one of the worst things in golf where, like, when you hit a shot good and you get punished, yeah. which, you know, it may be because of elements like wind or so, or you just couldn't have the distance or whatever. But like, that's, that's got it. It's one of the worst feelings in golf. But, I mean, but a lot of times you hit shitty shots and they turn out fairly good. You don't say that about those, but it is one of those things where you just get pissed off or like I hit it too good or like I hit it more pure than I thought, you know, it's just unfortunate, but I will say, Adam, like you're, you're birdie it's one of the best feelings in golf to like not know where your ball is and then find it in the hole. And like, obviously it's a little like you're like looking for it over the green and short of the green, but eventually when you find it in the hole, it's gotta be one of the best feelings in golf for sure. 
Oh, it was spectacular. My, my, I, I lit the fuck up. My face was like pure yeah. shock slash elation. I think I threw my clubs in the air afterwards. I mean, the entire green erupted. Yeah. The, the, oh, sure. the, the group was very excited. And uh, Trav, Trav, Are we Trav. talk about that putt? Trav's uh, putt? Oh, Trav was even through the front nine, but he hit like – he would not miss birdie putts on the front nine, no, but he had that. How long was that putt? I would, I'd at least say 40. Feet. Yeah. He had like a 40 foot putt for birdie that he sunk. And it was like downhill and just the green was just <laughs> curving. And he was just locked in. He was on it. He was on his putting for sure. And then we don't talk about the back nine. For yeah. Him. The back nine was not a great <laughs> showing. I think he started with uh, three doubles to start the back yeah. nine. Nice. Uh, team, morale in the cart took a took a <laughs> when that happened i will say that putter is my putter my second backup putter oh yeah that's my putter i just let trav use it so it just got luck for me in it but i'm sure <laughs> that's what it is reggie do you happen to have a golf tool in chicago by the way because i don't know if it was just the way i hit the ball or the overuse for me and adam both using the driver but my driver is making kind of a clanking sound now when i swing it she's loose do you have a, a driver that has like it's got a like little weights. bolt on the end and yeah it's got yeah weight. yeah i have probably two there i would think all right we're gonna fix a driver yeah i i guess i don't know i don't think it matters brand wise at least these days but it's big bertha yeah, my tools are probably for TaylorMade, but I, I actually don't think – I think back in the day it mattered. I don't know if it matters anymore. So we'll have to test it. But I definitely have a tool up in my room okay. and, and in my golf bag. So we'll figure it out. Cool. We'll fix it um, up. Yeah. Got to get you a driver too. Yeah, I do need to get Adam's got no driver. It's just you using a pair of irons. And uh, Yeah, we're all using Reggie's old clubs. Yeah, everybody uses Reggie's old stuff. I got the most unforgiving – pair or set of Callaway irons, which a player of my skill should not have those clubs. I will say when you hit it good, you fucking hit it good. But when it's bad, it's terrible. Yeah. He's got, he's got Phil's clubs basically from back in the day. And well, kind of a mixture of Phil's clubs and even Phil had better blades than those or like skinnier blades, but still, I mean, they're, they're pretty tight. They're, they're tough to hit. You got a tight uh, staff to hear that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I also played golf this weekend. I only got one round in. So I stayed in Iowa all weekend for – there's there was the member guest of the other country club. And I'm friends with, like, multiple people there So I, and people live on the course. So I just stayed around all weekend to get hammered and hang out at the country club. And since I'm not a member there, like all my drinks get put on other people's tabs. So I don't pay for anything all weekend. So that's great too. Um, but I did end up playing Saturday and it was one of the, like you guys are talking about all these birdies. It was one of like the, the weirdest, but best rounds of golf, especially the first nine holes I played was probably the best round of golf I've played in years because it was just easy and so i'm playing and i hit like pretty much every fairway on the first nine holes i hit eight and nine greens on the first nine holes which that's usually where like if i can hit greens and rag like i'm playing pretty well because i'm a decent putter and so greens and rag you're making par at you know worse usually because i don't really three putt much 
And so eight and nine, like that's pretty good and or really good. But the one hole that I fucked up on was I think it was the eighth hole. And I hit like pretty much every fairway, every green, just two. I whipped out like three birdie pots. Like I should have been like three under through four holes, but I whipped out a bunch of pots. And so I get to eight and I like hook a drive off the tee and end up going like in the hazard or whatever and I had to drop a ball. Almost saved par trying to go up and down from the hazard. Or no, no, I made double. So I didn't almost say par, but whatever. But so I made double on the front nine to shoot 38. I parred every other hole. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it was just so easy. But what's funny about it is on the back nine, I did the complete opposite. I like stopped hitting the ball well and stopped hitting greens. But, and the worst part of my game these days is chipping. I went up and down. I didn't even touch my putter until I think the eighth hole. Because I didn't need to. I chipped everything to like two feet. And so I just picked everything up. And so I went up and down on every single hole until I think the eighth hole, I might have to make a putt. And the ninth hole, I think I hit the green or whatever. But so I also made another double on the 10th hole because I put one in the woods with hazard or some shit up the tee, which is one of the easier holes on the course. So I made two doubles and shot 78 and didn't have a single birdie. So, or no, two doubles, no, 76, sorry. Math's wrong. 76 didn't make a single birdie and just had two doubles. It was just a weird round from like the front to hitting every green to the back to not hitting like a single green and going up and down every hole. I mean, it was crazy. My God. What a boring ball. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I... If I could play like the front nine more often, like some of those putts like were good and like could have dropped like, you know, any other day. And I, like I said, I could have been three, four under through like six holes. Well, hell of a round for you. Yeah, it was fun. Didn't help my handicap though. I'm now like a four or 4.2 or some shit sucks. Yeah, that's not good. How does that work? I don't understand. How do they, the higher the handicap is better or the higher the handicap is worse? The lower is the lower means you're a better golfer. Oh, yeah. And like people, there's some misconception of like, so this is, you know, Jack, this is good for you to learn and listeners who don't play golf. People think, you know, so say you're uh, a, but only for you. I'm a golfer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So say you're like a six. And so the, the par on a regular course is 72. So people think if you're a six handicap, you're supposed to shoot 78. Because, you know, it's six more than whatever par is. That's not true. Your handicap is based on, like, your 10 most recent best scores. So, like, my handicap, I mean, shit, there's, like, 85, probably 88 in there. You know, a bunch of low 80s and, like, five 70s rounds. That all count because they're my best scores of recent. And I'm not sure what the time is. There's, like, rules and shit to this. But it's your 10 most recent best scores. They take the average of that. And it also factors into, like, the difficulty of the golf course. So me shooting, like, you know, 76 at my course here in Iowa, there's a differential thing based on the slope. So the differential is probably, like, a 3.2 because it's a difficult golf course, not a 4. Whereas if I play a super easy course in Chicago, like Ravislow, where it's a par 70, and I shoot 78, 
the differential is going to be like 7.9 or something, you know, there's not going to be much of a change because it's an easy golf course. And so all that shit's factored in. So usually if you're like, say like me, a five handicap, like my average score right now is 81, I think. And so that's eight, nine strokes above whatever golf course you're playing. But my handicap's like a five. So it's, yeah, it's just tough when people don't understand that. They're like, they just expect you to shoot, you know, 77 because you're a five handicap or 76 because you're a four. And that's just, that's just not true. Yeah. People shouldn't expect that much out of you. Yeah. Right. It's a problem. <laughs> Trav doesn't understand it. That's part of the problem. He, he kind of pissed me off about it. Yeah. Tra- Trav is Trav- going to give us 18 for the three of us. Trav had a, uh, Trav had a, uh, he had the 18 birdies app up and he did his calculation and it said he was like an eight handicap and he's like, there's no fucking way. It is actually accurate. Like he, he doesn't understand, like I just said, he doesn't understand how it actually works. It's not based on the worst score you can shoot. It's based on the best score you can shoot. And if he's even through nine holes, even if you blow up on the back nine, you should still be shooting low eighties which is under a 10 handicap. So it's accurate. I did not know I could track my handicap with the go birdie, whatever. 18 birdies. 18 birdies. Yeah. Cause he was hitting like, he was, he was reading all of his stats in the car. We were going home. Oh shit. It's pretty interesting. That's what you had to let you got to listen to was just track stats. Yep. I kept no stats. Just yeah. one. A I don't think I have the attention span to track stats. I don't do any of it. Um, okay. What else are we going to talk about? Um, well, let's figure out my handicap now all together. On the oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Probably That's like not. 28. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, it was Traveler's Tournament. None of us bet on it last week. But did anybody watch anything for it? I don't think I even watched a lick of it. Maybe a little at the course. I watched none of it because we were golfing and it was a race to see who finished first. Our golf outing that took it. We didn't tee off till a half hour. So our tee time was at 328. I'm not a big fan of the afternoon tee time like that on a Sunday. It just kind of takes your entire day up waiting for golf, playing golf, and then getting back from golf. Plus this place Maple, we played Maple Meadows and they do seven minute tea times, like split eight minute tea times, eight minute tea time splits. And it was, and they were just so slow. Like people in front were going slow, slow that by the time we got to tee off at three fifty two, there was maybe a line of like 10 people behind us making it maybe impossible for me to hit a good shot off the tee, having <laughs> not played an entire year and having a crowd. Holy shit. I duffed it twice in front of these people. I felt like an idiot. Eventually I just picked my ball up and said, we're going to, let's go. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to hit my irons in front of them. Yeah. It was a rough time. I didn't get back to the city till like nine something. No, me neither. Shout out to Devin though. Devin played the entire back nine with only his driver. (laughs) He, his favorite club is driver off the deck. It started off as a joke. And then eventually it became his best club was driver off the deck. And then I think halfway through, he's just like, I just want to get really good with my driver off the deck. So we played the entire thing driver off the deck, the back nine. 
that's that's ridiculous. Trav drove to like 50 out on the 18th hole with driver off the deck. Oh yeah, that was kind of insane. But yeah. I'm fairly good driver off the deck, but like I just you know, it's one thing to like hit it off the tee and then hit up the fairway, but like it's another to like, you know, chip and putt with it. So, yeah, I mean he was putting with it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Which I mean putting's actually chipping might be the hard part if you're inside like fifty yards type deal. Yeah. Uh, um yeah no so i didn't watch any of the travelers though like i said it was a race at that point to see what would finish first our round of 18 or the playoff oh yeah i was just gonna say eight holes yeah i was like i didn't even watch the travelers i was like oh wait i did watch like that we we started watching it at my buddy's place who i was uh, hanging out there who lives on that golf course or whatever and so we were watching it there and then we're like we want to get food and we're like all right we actually don't really care about this because I didn't have any bets on it. So we went to get food and we drive like, you know, 10 minutes. We went to the OP um, in Waterloo, Adam. And then yep. we, get, we get there and it's still fucking going on. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like we've been gone for like at least two or three holes. And I was like, this is crazy. This is going on forever. It was like, it was the longest playoff since like I think like or no I tied the longest I think since like 1952 or some shit like that I saw some articles say like it, it was a long ass playoff we have Anna bringing us some dessert oh she's very spilled. melted did you spill blizzards <laughs> oh god yeah we got ice cream oh that sounds nice uh yeah it's melting all over the place Um, so for the rocket mortgage, I think we should, we kind of screwed up. We should have had Diana cause Diana works for rocket. It's in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, I that guess. Why she kind of, want to go? Cause it's in Detroit. Probably. It's yeah. Nobody wants to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you see what they did to Phil Mickelson though? It's no. a big article today. So they, they came out. Or I, I don't know who wrote the article or whatever, but they came out with about how Phil got caught in like this gambling thing with this book he out of Detroit for like five hundred grand. But it was back like they said it was like it happened like twenty years ago, and the actual um, like court case and trial and stuff like ended in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and so. Phil actually like placed this wager with this guy who was like a known bookie or whatever. And like, I guess, I, I don't know. He technically did nothing wrong or something. And so Phil's like in the clear, but this guy ends up like, or Phil ends up winning and it was like 500 grand or something, you know? So it's like, a, I don't know if that was his wager. He went in on with some people and I and they didn't say what it was for or anything, but like either his payout was 500 grand or that was his bet. But either way, they won, and then they never were able to get paid. And this, and I don't even know how this guy got caught or whatever. But eventually, this guy ended up being a witness for like the prosecution of like a mob member of Detroit. And so, like, he flipped and turned and all this stuff. But in his testimony, like the Phil Mickelson thing came up, so it was like public knowledge. But oh, yeah, again, this is like, yeah, this is like 20 years ago, though. 
And so his lawyer came out, Phil's lawyer came out today and he was like, like, you know, he, he didn't deny anything because again, Phil is, you know, cleared of everything and all that stuff. And it was so long ago, but his lawyer was just like, why would you bring this up now? Like, he's like the, the guy who is, I don't know, the guy who testified to the guy who like they put away for is like dead. This is 20 years ago. Like Phil just won a major, like it was like literally the only reason could be just to, you know, grab headlines and drag Phil through the mud. And Phil didn't say anything about it, but his lawyer's just like, look, we're not denying anything, but he's just like, why would you bring like, this up now? Well, and, like, well, and Phil's trying to like come support this rocket mortgage, like in Michigan that just started like a year or a couple years ago. Like this is like the second or third year. And so like having Phil come is a big thing. So why would you try and like ruin that? And obviously he probably won't come next year. I mean, it's just, it was, it was crazy. And his lawyer's just like, this is not on Phil's behalf. He's like, I just, I'm just annoyed by this. He's like, it's fucking stupid. So that, that was a big thing. Wait, who wrote this article? Was it just like, I, I don't know who, I, I'd have to go back. I, I saw multiple articles about it, but they were just quoting the lawyer at, like, cause I think the, I don't know the lawyer sent something or got interviewed or whatever, but like Phil had no comments on it and probably won't comment it on, on it all week or just probably reference his lawyer or whatever. But, and this, cause this lawyer is like, I'm not saying this on Phil's behalf. He's like, it's just, you know, it's just stupid. It's ridiculous. Like it's 20 years ago. It was sell in 2007. Like Phil is no wrongdoing. No one's alive. That's even a part of this anymore, but yet you bring it up after he wins the PGA and is coming to play in your tournament. So, fair enough. Detroit sucks. Yeah, so we're boycotting this tournament, all betting. No. <laughs> I'm back on the grind. <laughs> back on the grind. He got his week off. Got a little funds in the bank. Yep, you know. We're back. He just needed to wait for that paycheck. Went to the <laughs> lab. Found some winners. Did you, did you bet at all? I have not bet yet, but I'm going Great. to. Great. Um, loaded, loaded show. One man rodeo. Um, <laughs> Jack bet on Webb Simpson. <laughs> I didn't bet on Webb Simpson. I do, I do have my pool still that's in play. And I, I have a chance to come back. I think I'm in 10th right now still. So we'll see. But I have, because again, I bet these things like a year ago. I have Wolfie this tournament, and I think that's a good bet. You don't have him yet. You don't have him yet. I do have no. him. I bet this a year ago. This is his pool. Oh. Yeah, I, I bet this a year ago. January. So I, yeah, this is in stone. What made you pick Wolfie for the Rocket Mortgage? Um, I think the reasoning was, one, Bryson won it last year, and he's long. And, and this is, I think this is actually the first tournament where Bryson, like, showed his power on how he could destroy a golf course, if I remember right. And he won it. Um, so that was part of it because Wolfie's long too. But two, it's a court or it's a newer tournament, but it's one of those where like new people win a lot of times because the field's not usually like insanely strong with superstars. Yeah. But then also it's like like the 3M open in Minnesota that Wolfie won is like, you know, rookie year. It's not like a premier tournament. There's still some good players, but it's just one of those newer tournaments where you usually see like a new winner, not like a guy who's won there before 
type deal. And so I liked Wolfie for this one. Got it. Well, I liked Wolfie for the first round in this one. If that helps. I mean, yeah. Should, should I just go through my bets considering I'm the only one with bets placed? Well, let me yeah. go through them. All right, never mind. Jack's leading off. Jack, you're a first round leader. I do. Those are the two I have. All right, what do you got? Jason Kokrak, Go X, and Wolfie. All right, so we have Wolf at 40 to 1. What's Kokrak at? He is at. Isn't he like 40 to 1, 30 to 1? Yeah, he's 40 to 1. All right, so Jack has Kokrak at 40 and Wolfie at 40. Wolfie's 45 for me. Oh, well. Oh, look at the value. Got some value because I got 40. Uh, so my first round leader are uh, Wolfie at 40 to 1, Keegan at 50, Doc at 66, Chesson at 100, and uh, Hank Lebeda at 100 to 1. What the fuck? I don't know. I picked some random name. I wanted one random dude because I had four guys that I hadn't, you How'd know. How'd you pick Hank Lebanon? I don't know. It just looked kind of funny. I, I like the name Hank. It's a funny name. Mm-hmm. And so I just went with it. You name a kid Hank. Uh, I have a cousin named Henry, and so we call him Hank. Um, we, so, also, you, you picked Doc Redman, and I, I just read a funny article. It wasn't about Doc, because I think Doc's due. He's going to win at some point, or at least first-round leader. Um, but, no, he was featured in an article that was about uh, Ben on. Like his name doesn't seem like Ben. It's like B A or E Y A. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so it was about him, and so he gets placed in the Rocket Mortgage at the first tee time, which is like five forty in the morning or something, and he's so someone tweeted at him, and <laughs> and he's just pissed about it, and he is like he he writes or writes him or post a tweet and just says like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you know, just throws a big F bomb on the PGA tour. So in the last 11 starts he's had, he's had the first tee time and eight of them. Doc? No, Ben on. Oh, ben on. But Doc, Doc is playing with him tomorrow. That's why it made me think of it. But Not a big morning guy? Well, yeah, he had eight of 11. And like obviously that should not be the case. Like they need to spread it out a little bit more. So then he deleted his tweet saying the f bomb, and then he started like you know tweeting basically the same thing, but just saying I had to delete that one. Like I should have said this is you know ridiculous or not throwing the f bomb, whatever at the PGA Tour and stuff. Eventually the PGA Tour like apologized to him and said that they were wrong, which was interesting. But then they also did not switch his tee time. <laughs> He's still playing at 530 in the morning. And like his his tweet at one point was like, all you like people who think I'm bitching out there or whatever. He's like, yeah, say that if, unless you're happy waking up at, you know, 330 in the morning. Because obviously, you know, two hours of practice or, or some sort of routine beforehand. So like teeing up at 545 is one thing, but getting ready for that. As a PJ I, I, I wouldn't be able to go to bed. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Like, I can't go to bed earlier than I usually do, even if I have to wake up earlier. And then let alone just 
like being like, oh, I got to get up at 3 a.m. I need to go to bed at like seven. That'd be insane. My brain wouldn't be able to do yeah. How do you just get like dialed up to golf at 530 in the morning? Like there's nobody there. You got a cup of Duncan. It's, it's, yeah. it's cold. The, like, the, the place isn't even open yet. The stands yeah. aren't even open yet. No one can be there. It's like those days it's where just you wake dark. up for summer camp and you're just in a haze and you're like, I don't know where the fuck I am right now. This is not my home. Yeah, it was just it was just funny. Eight out of eleven, or eight of his last eleven starts have been the first tee time. Which I mean, that's just got to be. Watch him start getting different tee times and just sucking even more than he has. Well, so they did. Some guy actually defended him on Twitter and was like, um, "If you look at his scoring average from morning rounds or morning starts versus like afternoon starts, it's like a three shot swing. Like he plays like garbage in the morning and he plays like three shots better in the afternoon." So I mean, it's it's fair. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if golfers have like a preferred tee time. Oh, they do, hundred percent. Oh, they one hundred percent do. It all depends on the guy, but they one hundred percent do. Like they'll even, I mean, they'll say it in interviews and stuff. Yeah, if I teed off fifteen minutes later, man, different game. I don't know about that. (laughs) It's the worst though when there's like a rain delay or something, and then like they're on. They're on hole 17 and they have one hole left or something. And then they get rained out. Then they got to get up at four or five or three in the morning for that one hole at 5 a.m. or whatever. And then they got to play that hole and then sit and wait until noon. (laughs) Like that's the worst. I got to just describe what's going on. Yeah. You need You need You need a visual of what's going on. Anna. Our, our lovely Anna here who brought us ice cream stopped at Target and got a jumbo cucumber and is proceeding to just eat it straight up. She's eating it like my three-year-old nephew eats a cucumber. Just take a bite for the crowd. God, it sounded like a broken finger. <laughs> what a sight to see. Yeah, that is, that is a weird uh, purchase. And dinner or snack, whatever it is. Well, we had Kelly's wings for dinner. Yeah, Kelly's wings wing night. Oh, so we got to fit nice. something healthy in there. I had wings tonight too at the Brass Tap, actually. Who has better wings? Oh, Kelly's for sure. But they had an interesting sauce at the Brass Tap. So it was good, but it was wine night. So it was all half off all wine. Oh, so, so you get a little wine drunk? You yeah, know, it's funny you say the Brass Tap. In Cincinnati, there's just outside in like Kentucky. There's the only nearby strip club is the Brass Ass. <laughs> so maybe the same owners. Who knows? Yeah, these guys just like brass. Good brass. She's now pulling out a bag of celery, <laughs> an entire bag of celery. <laughs> it was actually um, it was it was music bingo night at the Brass Tap, and it was so stupid because. So they would give you, and like, and for me, this would be good because I don't really know the names of songs very well. So I'd be terrible at this game, but they have like this bingo chart and it's just like every song they play, then you get to cross it off. But the DJ literally tells you the song, like it'll play for like 10 seconds and then I'll be like, Billy Jean or like we didn't start the fire and then it's like you just mark it off and it's like, like just some generic songs yeah, well you should just only be able to mark it off if you know the song 
and then they should go check it. Just like it's like trivia. Like if you can't get, but the then you wouldn't be able to play. I, I wasn't playing. Oh. And also, it was it was enough. There was enough songs where I could have played. I would have missed some, but for the most part, I, I kind of got them. But yeah, I don't imagine they're using like obscure songs that only Travis would know. Yeah, no, definitely not. But it, it was just. I don't know. The people next to me are like real diehards and they're like trying to win. And I'm like, yeah, they shouldn't say the name. Adam, any yeah. finishers? Yeah, back on track. Uh, winners. Um, I got X, X, Mr. Kokrak. No, Jason X Kokrak. Kokrak. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, Jason 20, 25 to one. Uh, Doc, 40 to one. Ricky, 50 to one. Mm. Uh, Chesson 200 to one and Rafa 500 to one. I would like to see what's, what do you, what's Ricky at like top 10, you know, or like uh, didn't 20? even, didn't even look. And honestly, I'm at 1% phone battery. So I've yeah, just I been praying that, that we get the move on and stop talking about <laughs> all the random shit. Cause I'm waiting for my phone to die and we just be in shambles. Ricky? Yeah. Ricky Fowler top 10. Yeah. I, I don't hate like top that. 10 is- Four to one. Four to one for top ten. I don't like that. It's not good, bro. And then, and then, and then, I have at three to one odds. I have a hole in one happening in the first round. Hmm. It's interesting. I just got. I wanted a little bit of a scratchy, so that was it. Chris Kirk, six to one, top ten. He's back on the booze, Brian. Back on what? On the booze. Chris Kirk is? I don't think he's back on the booze. Reggie just makes this joke every time we mention Chris Kirk. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got an Adobe update going on. Um, goodness gracious, great balls and cocks. What is going on? Well, I will say, so I got a text today about the last podcast. And it was from my buddy here who... <laughs> listens to all of them, which I didn't know. We love that. We love, hey, we love you. Thank you. You are loved. Thank you, Reggie's that'd friend. Be, that'd be Timmy. 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 Thank you, Timmy. <laughs> I don't. Timmy. Think, I don't think I've, I've never called him Timmy in my entire life. His name is Tim, but I just called him Timmy. But <laughs> anyway, he's, he's Timmy to us. Yeah, yeah Timmy. Tool. Thank you, Timmy. Timmy. Timmy to the pod. Um, no, he's like he, he texted me today. He's like you should delete the last pod. He's like, that echo is making like my brain in shambles. And the first thing I said on the pod last week to Jack, before we started, I was like, does it sound echoey? Like, <laughs> and he's like, no, it sounds fine. Cause I did it different than last time. Cause I used my computer audio versus like my headphones or like the, the mic that I did last time. And he's like, Oh no, it sounds fine. Like I could have just came to my bedroom and it would have sound fine. Like, oh no, it's fine. What you said it was fine. That's the problem. You I didn't say it was fine. I said eh, it's all right. You said it was fine. I'd like to clarify that I said eh, it's all right. No, I would have moved to my bedroom. Like I'm literally sitting, or I'm in my closet right now. I see that. Hey, podcast for all the pronouns. Yep. One day, Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend. I. It was pretty, pretty much just a blur of just a golf course, country club, member guest, drinking a lot. Wow. 
you Played a little really golf. just diving deep into your stereotype, aren't you? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And then oh, actually on Sunday, because I was planning on leaving Sunday, and then I got roped into staying, and so I went to the pool at the country club. Wow! And had some drinks there. So yeah, just just it's really. Scary. I did not. Well, I, so I didn't know we were going. To the did you get your bronze on? Probably. I'm probably pretty tan. Um, but no, I, I wasn't planning on going there. Like like I didn't bring a swimsuit like i thought we were just gonna go get a drink at the golf course and then we found out his brother timmy's brother was Timmy. 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 Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we stopped at the pool had a couple of drinks and then went back and watched golf and then went to the op and had some pizza nice sounds like a good uh day weekend thing you did it was good yeah until monday no. Well, I don't know. There's just a lot of shit that happened at work, and that's uh, why I'm still NDA, here. NDA, non disclosure agreement. Yep, NDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not talking about it, but it's it's been a long week. I get to come home tomorrow, finally. Allegedly. Yeah, Red, Reg, we had oh, a, yeah. we, since we're talking about this, uh, we had a great showing at opening day last week for Reggie's rooftop. New season started oh, for 16 yeah. inch. Um, we won seven to two. Uh, we both runs were unearned. So I went, I went six innings, didn't give up a earned run. And then we brought in the closer Trav. Uh, the, ba- the bats were hot. The basement. Yep. The bats were hot. We were playing everybody all over the place. Uh, Jack's a good third baseman. PO has a fucking cannon. He about yeah. broke Ethan's hand. Uh, <laughs> What else happened? Oh, so uh, so with the team we were playing, um, they had three guys who were like 20 and the rest were all like 45 to 50. And they had this dude who was like throwing left-handed in the outfield who couldn't throw like from like shallow center to like the infield. Like he just couldn't even get the ball there. So we're like, what's going on with this? We didn't learn until like halfway through. So the dude was right-handed and he separated his shoulder. And so he could only throw with his opposite hand. <laughs> so they decided to put him in center field instead of like catcher. So he couldn't throw the ball. It was the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. But uh, they also had one. They also, their third baseman was one of the young kids and he was just getting peppered all game. And then the guy comes up to me later, like one of the older guys, he goes, uh, yeah, he's never played softball in his life. So we stuck him at third it's like learn by trial by fire. Yeah, just take it to the face <laughs> a few times. You'll get better. They're like, this will be funny. Let's put the guy in center who can't throw and then put the guy in third who's never played before and just get demolished. Yeah, pretty much. Gotta love that would be entertaining. <laughs> it was very entertaining. But yeah, Reg, uh, you're making your debut behind the dish tomorrow. Uh, I am. I hope you're ready. Uh, what, a batter- what a battering duo we got here. Me pitching, you catching. I know. I, I was telling my coworkers, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should have told this or not, but like, because they honestly do want me to stay longer. But I was like, I need to get back. And I put like, oh, I have softball that I'm playing. Or I said that before I knew I was going to stay this week, so I cut back out of that. So they knew I was coming back to play softball. But so I had to come up with like a little bit better of, you know, an excuse a little bit too. So I figured it out. But at the end of the day, like I'm coming back to play softball. Oh, yeah. And I was telling him how like 
it's it's going to be Adam pitching and me at the plate. And it's going to be hard for me. I, I'm pretty sure I will just not to chirp Adam the entire time. Well, we're going to lose by a million if you chirp. <laughs> and like, and we're well, on the same know, team. Adam's very fragile out there. One, one wrong turn. <laughs> Adam is just goes full blown, like fuck this. And then just can't throw a strike. So, but what, one of my coworkers was like, you know what? The batter might be so confused that you're chirping your teammate that it might just frazzle the batter and then it might fuck him up. So maybe that'll happen. I don't know. But, my, my ERA is zero through one game. So all right. I don't know how <laughs> he's talking shit to me right now, but. Yeah, he was also six for six going into the season. And then what'd you do? I got to hit my first at bat. Got one hit. Fielder's choice happened. Somebody <laughs> tried to turn two. I think I can't get punished. Right. Oh, that isn't out actually. I went three for three on three errors. I do like I really want at least one pitch thrown to me and then try and hit before the game starts. I haven't swung a bat in 15 years, probably. <laughs> so no, no, no batting practice. No batting. Trial by fire. Yep, we're sticking with <laughs> No. Um no, I mean I have a decent hand. Like I threw up the golf ball on the green all the time and just crushes my putter, which obviously is a lot smaller face and smaller ball than like a 16 inch softball on a bat. But I haven't seen a ball like thrown at me in, I don't know, 10, 15, I don't know. I have no idea how long, but a long time. So we'll see. Got it. Well, yeah. we've officially hit the 50 minute mark of yeah, pod. We've, so we've overdone right. time for sure. All right, boys. Well, Let's watch some golf this weekend. I hope you guys have a good weekend. And uh, I'm going to play some golf this weekend. Yeah, that's right. You I play. think I'm going to play Monday too. Actually, where? Where? We're going to see if Nikki Shea wants. To I play. think at Harborside, uh, a guy I actually met here at Sunnyside Golf Course. He lives like in Lincoln Park. And oh, the guy with the roof. No, different guy. I might have been Iowa. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. He's he's playing. Har- he's playing. 36 on Monday at Harborside. He like invited me in at like 820 and like, I don't know, two or something. I was like, 36 is a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I might join you for one. But I, I'm not sure I'm willing to, to pony up for 36. That, that seems like a lot of work for a Monday after a long weekend, probably. Yeah. So we'll All see, right. but I'll play. All right, Reg, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Ciao, y'all. Later.